Hi, everyone. Welcome to our weekly, well, now weekly recap of Wheel of Time. We're on episode five, Blood Something Blood. Blood Calls Blood? I don't remember. Is it a title for episode five? It's Blood Something Blood. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, can't remember. It's close enough. Close enough. I'll, I'll have it in about three seconds. Give me all right. Give me so three. Let me just stall for a minute and say that Natty will be joining us probably pretty soon. I'm Frank. Lauren's here and Judd. I did not point at anybody, so that's fine. Um, this is also available in podcast form in case you'd rather just hear us stall for time instead of seeing us stall for time. Uh, and it's recorded live on the internet, I guess, Wednesday nights. We're still trying to figure out whether we're going to be doing this all the time. But um, so far, so good. It's blood something blood. We'll, 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 blood, we'll move blood on. Blood calls blood. Blood calls blood, calls. yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it, it's an interesting episode. We talk a little bit like during the week. And I think most of us see it around Friday night. And we talk a little bit off and on during the week. But I'm not clear on what our, our consensus is about this episode. So I'm curious to hear what we think. Um, Lauren, I'm going to go with you first. What what did you, you were you've been hemming and hawing about this for about a week now? Yeah, um, I needed I needed some time to think about it because um, it is there are a lot of things that are different from the books. And you know how much I love the books. Mm. Um, I watched it again today because that's what I do now is I watch it one time and then I watch it again the day of this um, while I make dinner. And uh, it's it was good. I mean, it was different, but it made sense. And um, while I appreciated it for the show, I, I hope that that time was spent wisely. Um, just because there is so much in the book, but that's fine. We know that. Um, so we, they we know they condense things for the for this story is what you're it's, saying. It's um, things happened in in places where it didn't happen. You know, um, they they've they've cut out some major character meets, but you know maybe maybe that's coming. We'll we'll see. Um, but as an episode, it was good. Okay, I liked it. I mean, right. it was very emotional and the singing. I like the singing. The singing kicked ass. I so, really enjoyed that. So right yeah, ahead. so it, it, it took me a bit, but I got there in the end. All right. Well, I'm glad that you did eventually get around to it. Uh, Judd, what about you? What did you think of this episode? I I liked it. Uh, I liked it. No, that's it. Uh, end <laughs> of story. Uh, no, uh, it, it, it definitely got the people who read the books amongst my friends talking and, and people who are on, you know, who are on the fence and not sure uh, kind of turned that corner of like either hating it or deciding that they liked it. And, oh. and yeah, it was interesting seeing friends who had strong, strong feelings about Lan Almandarag and, yeah. and, and him, uh, you know, grieving and, and yeah, it was interesting. It's interesting. And, and you can't, I, I had to like have a conversation with a friend of mine and then check in and be like, yeah, I, I can't tell you, I disagree with you about this episode without telling you that what you think about grief is bullshit. So are we okay? Like, because I feel like we're not. So, and he was like, yeah, we're fine. Just go for it. 
dig in. And it was good, but it was interesting. I think, I think it said interesting things about grief. I think it fleshed out things that weren't in the book. Um, I I think they're really driving home that warder A.S. Sedai relationship. Like they're really spending a lot of time on that. And And it's important. I mean, it's important, but it's, it's important later in the books, you know, more so. So, right. We'll, we'll see. Which is cool. They're they're planting, yeah. you know, if if depending on what they do, uh, they're they're planting seeds. So that that's that's great. Uh, I I love the 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 white tower politics and and the, it might have my first d- d- design element that I actually like, which was the the melting of the ring. That was cool. Uh, that, was that was really neat. Yeah, that was cool. Um. Yeah, because I, I, I other than that, I don't like I, the the rings in the book are described as just an Ouroboros, uh, which is just like a simple yeah. ring with a you know a, a serpent biting. They're not its that tail. flashy. Yeah, yeah, and these are kind of like weird Green Lantern rings. Like in, in the first couple yeah. episodes, it almost made it look like the magic came from the ring. Uh, and I just didn't like the design. I lo- the the simple Ouroboros design is just so classic that I don't know why you'd f with that. Anyway. I love that. I love the, the the way that the show is giving culture to places and that weren't that didn't have that much culture in the books is cool. And yeah, I'm a fan. The, all these little elements um, of of making the setting feel lived in, and uh, just the way the characters act as if this is something that they all know because this is the way we behave with culture, any culture or pop culture, the way we just, we know certain things are to be taken for granted. And uh, I, I think the way a lot of these characters interact, the ones who, and a good, big part of this is the mixture of characters that live in a particular setting and characters who are forced to visit th- that setting. So that you have someone to bounce things off of. Yeah. So you get to explain to uh uh, a viewpoint character or whatever a uh, uh, audience surrogate what's going on and it's just enough to get it make it feel like you're journeying through this world and I, i'm i'm super impressed i think what i i'm going to keep butting up against is people like lauren and judd who have read the books judd i think maybe is in the camp of do different things that's cool and lauren is a little bit more in the camp of I like these books. Show me the yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it's, I, I have, it's, I it's hard. Yeah. I haven't read all of them. I read about a million of the 4 million words <laughs> and then I stopped. But I I started reading it again. And the scene that I was very critical of last time, I can see a reading where my critical reading was wrong. Um, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Wow. I'm turning around. Uh, was yeah, I wrong? You're growing. I, I, I something. Wow. I, I, I still think Robert Jordan has issues, and and I, I want I want a website that's just like spanking references in Wheel of Time, <laughs> uh, oh, because wow. the man has a fetish, and and yeah, he's got definitely. four million words to write about it in, and it's 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 something. Anyway, uh, that hasn't come up on the show yet, but you know we can hope. And yeah, but just just to say, I haven't I haven't read all of it. Uh, I've read enough to kind of get an idea where they're changing things at this point. But 
What were you about to say, Laura? I'm sorry. I yeah. totally no, no, no. I was just, I was just saying yet. You know, right. we haven't talked about spanking yet. Right. Um, th there's, it's it's hard because you know, as much as I love the books, and I feel like there's so much that you can pull from the books. Why would you change anything? It is a different medium, so you have to, like, you just have to, and you know, just hope that. You know, it it's it stays true to the main, you know, story, and I'm sure it will. Um, you know, like the land showing emotion. Like I I I appreciated that because land does have emotion. He they talk a lot about how he doesn't have emotion. Oh, stalwart, stony, you know, stony man, cranky, you know. But he he has a lot of emotion there. It just comes out at random times um so i i appreciated that um i don't know why that is a sticking point for people Wanted to chip chip on people's shoulders yeah. Oh, yeah i i can i can i'll i will take a swing at that why is it a sticking point yeah. it's a sticking point because in our society we say men don't have emotions but if you've anyone who's worked with women and men i think men are allowed to like act act with emotion and not get called emotional and women aren't uh right. because women are, yeah. are told that they're, they're they're being emotional in a professional place because patriarchy and so lan is the the text tells us that he's stony but he's emotional all the time yeah and and it's like it's just this weird mirror i just read a scene where he had this total fit uh because Nynaeve was like being a career woman and wasn't telling him enough. And, you know, whenever the, the, the ladies are doing ASI stuff, it just feels like this big metaphor for grad school. It's like, why didn't you tell me this thing about your paper you're writing? And now I'm throwing a fit. And, and anyway, I, I think this whole thing about like Lan is stony faced samurai. Uh, I think it's nonsense. And and I like, I like the, yeah. I like what the actor is bringing to Lan. Um, I like that he's showing emotion. Um, I, I think his character is all about duty and, and he's got a very famous saying about that, that I'm sure will come up in the show. And his duty in that scene was to take on the grief so that everyone could move on. And that's what he did. And I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah. Anyway, that's, I, yeah, I, it's being selective on what defines emotional, right? Right. You're being very selective of how you you're allowed to present that. And when an actor is putting it forward on the screen, there's always going to be some sort of distance between you and the character you're reading in a book. But when you're when you're seeing a human being portray it, it it's different. Yeah. Um, and to Lauren's point, it is difficult. There, there is a balance, right, between. Uh, whenever you're doing an adaptation, there's a balance between you're doing an adaptation of a work. So you want to present that work to some degree. And it's also a adaptation. So it's a new work. So you want to be able to show something new in that work. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, it's difficult. And we've we've struggled with this for as long as geeks uh, we on the on non-productive for yeah. as long as geeks have won the monkey's paw wish of being the dominant culture in America. <laughs> we keep fighting with this thing like it you got to do this but not like that you have to make it perfect 
I see Natty has joined us, but is not on camera right now. So I, I'm going to bring him on whenever he gives me the, the thumbs up, if you could hear us right now, Nat, Natty. And I'm sure you have some opinions about this as well. Uh, to to kind of to go back to the, the bullet points of this episode, there was a B story that I think was even more impressive than the morning and the, mm. the white, the white city. I really enjoy what was going on with the, uh, with the camp, the tinkers and uh, the other party that gets uh, basically taken by the white cloaks. And that uh, was, you know, it's a scene that features a lot of torture, which I'm not a big fan of when yeah. it shows up in fiction, but impactful and powerful in a way that I, I, I did enjoy. Um, hi, Natty. How are you? How are you? Welcome to the show. Oh, hi there. Am I here? Yeah, you're here. You're on the show. How do I how do I get out of this chat? There I am. Hi. Right there. Sorry. How you doing? All right. Um, yeah, so the white cloaks, the entire scene with the white cloaks capturing um uh, uh our our heroes and torturing Perrin uh was interesting. And um I don't know what I feel about it. I like I I thought it was very impactful. I had it was it made me hate the white cloaks, which I think is part of what I'm supposed to feel, but at the same time, like, what is the what was the motivation of our our lead questioner? Because he knew he did not have um, uh, 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 an actual worker there. Uh, like, she he knew that she was not magical; she did not have powers, but still wanted to torture them for just a bit longer to see that maybe she could have powers. That seems like a a, a really dark part of the story. How much uh, how much of this am I supposed to be feeling? I think for him, it's it's just an obsession, and you know, just a general dislike for women, uh, you know, yeah. uh, and that's that. And he doesn't care what what he does to people in the process of uh, of stamping out that uh, thing that he thinks is so vile and disgusting. That is magic. Oh, I think so even women. Because girls, oh, girls are gross. Yeah. I mean, let's be yeah. honest, guys. We're all right. here together with that, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, can be. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like sign off on that too much. But science says they are a vector for cooties, and so right. I can't, I can't dispute science. Can't so, dispute science. trust the CDC. We don't believe in science in this house. <laughs> uh, I thought uh, it was just that he was, he was either white cloak. I, I think he knew that they weren't uh, Aesodai and water, but. Uh, I think what you're saying, either he was he was going to draw it out or he was going to kill him in it. Like, he didn't care. I think he just kind of gets off on the sadism of it, of it all. Right? Yeah, I think... So, all right, one of the things that, uh, again, from world building, from, like, if this were a game, right, if this were a campaign and they were building different things, uh, one of... It, it took me until this episode to realize, because the white cloaks really didn't signify anything other than, wow, you have a lot of effort you could put into keeping those cloaks white. Uh, they didn't really signify anything to me until I saw the the questioner whose character name I'm, I was actually looking for, and I can't find it right now, but if I find it, I'll say the lead questioner who's doing this. And it, it occurs to me... Oh, is it? Al, was it? Alda? Uh, Valda. Um, Valda. Valda. Child Valda. Valda. Oh yeah. yes, child. Yes, he makes a point Amon of saying that the power Valda. does not come from him. 
but in a world where magic is uh, divvied up through gender, or that, that there are haves, people who can and people who can't, but especially one that where it's based off gender, it makes perfect sense for there to be an army of men who are like, well, then magic is just evil. You can't have magic, and no matter what. So just not being part of this cult slash um, white tower slash, you know, whatever political organization that the white cloaks are against not being part of that group was not enough she has the ability to become something he can never reach so she is the enemy so that's why she has to be eliminated or at least put into this ridiculous choice where her only way to survive is to uh, allow her friend to die it's interesting but again it's one of the that building out the world making it feel real so it's not just a group of enemies that someone has described to me it is i now know basically what the white cloaks are like cool and and they're all children of the light and i can't remember is are they they i guess follow worship the one true god right yeah like the the light yeah yeah i mean when i was reading this as a child i was like oh they're christian I you know, yeah they're, yeah they're Christians like just that's... really zealous Christians and that's where I put them and that's where they stayed because yeah it's you know like really crazy yeah. but I think this it was so so much uh, just because they had to really give a reason why this guy is going to be around you know later you know just. Uh, oh. He he didn't die in that scene. I mean, she she stabbed him. I actually well, did I mean, think she di- he died. He died. Maybe I, I remember thinking that, but then I think I think Lauren's right when I when you look at it, he does he he's stabbed in the sh- shoulder or whatever. Yeah, I mean he's wily. Like one of those old he's... tropes that happens in uh, any kind of science fiction or superhero thing, where if you don't specifically see that person take their last breath, probably not dead. Right. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, he went from focusing on her to focusing on Perrin, you know, because he saw Perrin's eyes. And you really got to see how he reacted to the to to magic. Like when he saw like that, he got shook. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are you? (laughs) I, I was deeply uncomfortable by that whole scene until Nynaeve sat ran down and said, a queen is unfucking breakable. Yeah. And I was like, let's get back to that fucking scene. Let's do it. Let's get right back there. Like they just, they just like talked her up. I, I bought it. Like I bought that, you know, a queen was a kid who wouldn't break and broke yeah. this, broke this fever before it broke her. And because of that, uh, she's going to get out of this. And I was like, I buy it. Let's do it. Get back. Let's get back to that scene that I was uncomfortable with. And and see a queen be unbreakable. Um, and mm-hmm. I I liked that a lot. I loved that setup. I loved the way that it went from once that that you you know the the B plot, you know, prepped up the the C plot so that it could go. And and yeah. that was super cool. I I, I loved and, the story. I loved the delivery. Um, and yeah. and when when you see a queen take that turn, uh, yeah, I was in. I I I like I loved that little setup. That little uh, set and spike there. It was nice. The show does good things with um, having to deal with the the crutches of the genre 
it's you you need lots of exposition right you need to explain to the people who are watching this that do not live in this magical world what's going on in the magical world but what a wonderful way of playing with exposition a story about a main character breaking a fever to set up the fact that we're all dealing with this game of thrones trauma in our head there's a torture scene does this ever pay off or is this just going to be right torture? right and no stay stay tuned it's gonna pay off You're gonna yeah totally yeah and Good and job. knowing her story where she ends up i i, I like this setup because where in the she books, where she potentially ends up mm, exactly yes, but, but <laughs> if if that goes that direction um i believe it uh right. i believe it more because in the books um i guess i just i passed by too much and it was just like oh okay why is why is she in this position but yeah, I, yeah. with her There's, being set up this way so strong so early i i can i can see it i can see it becoming a thing There's a lot, yeah, you know who knows a lot of advantage of being able to to write the scripts for this show after 14 books have already Knowing been what's published happen. Yeah. right yeah you yeah. know hat, hats off to what are they D D the guys who who made uh game of thrones when the books are still coming off the presses and they're like we we paced it what are we gonna do oh we'll just yeah. figure it out uh but yeah there's a lot of advantages to knowing and being able to plant those seeds right uh, uh perrin's a werewolf i assume a werewolf lord something he could control werewolves he is that's this world i don't know <laughs> something it's really cool i'm in i'm 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 for it um but yeah i as as a as the scene played out i do like that neither of them was robbed of their agency as much as you can not be robbed of your agency when you're tied down and tortured uh both contributed to the escape uh, and yeah it was it was overall well done in my opinion i think when i came in is when you guys were talking about how kind of unsettling the scene was like mm. it was like he was it was really i've never seen anything like that necessarily like he was filleting him and i was just like this is really uncomfortable to watch mm -hmm. and painful like it was all it was very visceral and i yeah i, I i'm with you i didn't i didn't love that and mm -hmm. before that just them washing her yeah you know yeah. it wasn't it wasn't was lustful. Worse. It wasn't. They weren't leering. It was like she is unclean, and yep. it was that was. And it's it was such like, a oh. violation. Yeah. 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 I I, I expected... found the washing. Yeah, I found the scrubbing yeah. more more upsetting than the cutting. Uh, it, so there's something about it that was just so impersonal. Um, it was just like she wasn't a person anymore. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. them and yeah. and. They were scrubbing her like a pan. It was just, it was just real. Like I had to stop watching. Uh, it was deeply upsetting. Uh, I and it, which is, I there was a payoff, and I liked the payoff. But um, yeah, it was tough. It was that was tough to watch. Uh, definitely. Um, but here's to, you know, watching in a fantasy show, a black woman talk about assure someone that. A, a brown woman is super is strong and can make it through anything and be right. And just yeah. like, that's pretty awesome. I, I, I'm not saying the show isn't without its issues. It is. Uh, and, but that was cool. Uh, that was a cool moment. I'll take it. I'll take it. Where, I'll take it where I can F and get it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really, uh, 
and that was a cool moment. Uh, I'm bouncing all over the place, and please feel free if anybody wants to take it somewhere else. More, more power to you. Uh, there was a, a line that was, I believe it was, I'm going to get names because I'm terrible at them. It's uh, Moraine to uh, Nynaeve, who was saying, uh, she was saying you were going to be trying to guide her through this transformation she's experiencing, trying to be helpful, but so far, and, and this is a little bit of a, a, a slight aside, a, a problem I've had with the white, uh, with the white city is that it's a lot of say not show mm. they've told us about how horrible it could be behind the scenes but i haven't really seen it yet but uh again everyone is uh, yeah ho uh, hopefully they're actually <laughs> going to show us some something about what what's yeah. so terrifying about in about here. seven years you're going to be like whoa, whoa <laughs> that's a uh, payoff <laughs> yeah and her her line couple though, couple it, seasons maybe in in trying to guide this person who does not 100 percent probably doesn't even 12 percent uh trust her is you're you feel small compared to the source and great compared to those you loved mm. it's a way of describing magic and it was very it was so poetic yeah uh you felt that she felt she knew what was go what the the other character was going through and Something about loved in past tense. Uh, for the you, you would feel small, uh, small compared to those you loved, and I'm like, oh god, this is going to be a, a lot of hard decisions for everyone. Everyone's going to have to make a, 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 a hard decision, and I love that. I love it when characters have to make bad choices uh, or rough choices and still move forward. So this is one of those little elements that makes the show really pop for me. Uh, the last two episodes, especially. And at least for that, you know, in her in her village, she's the wisdom. She's the head honcho. You know, yeah. she's the one who had the the final say, at least in the women's circle. Um, you know, and she's going to a place where she's going to be at the bottom of the bottom of it for a while. Yeah. Um, surrounded by people who are very much older than her who have very much more experience. Um, yep. So that that's going to be a big uh, change for her. Yeah. So Frank, yeah. it's like when you, uh, when you do well in the New Jersey comedy scene, you see mm -hmm. him and you, you right. go across the river to this place called Manhattan. And uh, they say, what do you mean you headline <laughs> here? You're going to clean the glasses and the toilet. And you're like, <laughs> This is my dream. I love it. Here we go. I don't know. I, I filled up a back room in Montclair, New Jersey, and it was it was okay. I think I could do Caroline's. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. No. no. Yeah. That was that you, was exactly you, that. You killed them in Wall. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's right. <laughs> Brick loves me. Uh, <laughs> oh, Brick. Oh my all, goodness. All these yeah. New Jersey Deep references cuts. are going good. Oh, uh, so um, many mullets. So many mullets. Yeah. Brick Township. Holy cow. I loved ogres. I didn't realize there'd be oh. ogres on this show. No gear. No gear. No gear. Trollops. No gears. Oh, I yeah. am not a big fan of our elves work differently here, but you know, fine, close it up. I did enjoy the character. I, I like. Uh, you liked the uh, while Lord Dump. Yeah, I think he was a helpful, cool. fun way of of giving information, giving us a little bit of fantasy, or else you know. It's just people voguing magic at each other. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta introduce some fantasy creatures or new characters, and yeah. you know, 
Uh, is this a, I need is, to be taller. You, oh, really? Well, yeah. It's, they don't, it's they, they don't have the Lord of the Rings budget. Yeah. 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 Uh, how, how much of this stuff is this the, is in this world? How much um, fantasy? How much more fantasy or should we expect? Are there oh are there just creatures? wait, my friend? There's, yeah. a, there's a little bit of yeah, fantasy. I think the first uh, there's the Ogier, and then there's the Elves, and then there's the Aurochs. No, I'm just I'm just mispronouncing. Oh my fantasy god, that was very good. I was, I, 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 you, know, I, you got me. I, I was going through my brain. I was like, what am I forgetting? Oh my god, oh, the Elves. I forgot about the Elves. Uh, uh, there's the uh, Yents, which are uh, Yiddish Yents. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they they try to they try to set you up with a, a wife. You know. Yeah. Um, so Yiddish, I don't know if, if cool. we've mentioned this, but before they met the Ogier, yes. do, do, do we know that there's a character that's uh, following them around? Have, have, have we noticed that? So there's a there's an Easter egg in the in Tarvalon. You you see yeah, you, you, you so, see a hand. Yeah. Oh, you see more than a hand. Well, it, yeah. it, in this, I mean, it's like a, a second. Uh, but before they go into the uh, the inn where uh, say loyal, loyal, I said loyal, lol. But I'm gonna go with lol just because. Yeah, I, it's easier. Two syllables is a lot of syllables, but I think. <laughs> uh, but you hear, uh, and you can go back and watch. There's a whistling, so a song is being whistled. And it ties into a song that maybe we heard back in the Two Rivers. Uh, and if you look and see, you see a character that has now been in, I want to say, three or four episodes. Really? He's not one of the main characters. And then you, then you see the hand as he dips into the uh, alleyway. So it's, it's exciting stuff. Because in my brain, I was trying to figure out, I was like, where is this character? And he's there the whole time. I just didn't he's realize there. it. Mm. I don't. I don't recognize. Like I didn't see him in the other episodes. I I saw him this one. I'm like, oh, there he is. But so my understanding is besides in, the first uh, Sh- Shadara Logoth, whatever. Uh, uh-huh. The the shadow running away. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I just mm. have to watch it again. That's yeah. interesting. I don't think I'm going to rewatch these. I don't know if I want this spoiled for me instead. I think we'll 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 keep going and see if there's a payoff. All right, all right, all right. That sounds. Judge, do you cool. know who I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. I'm pretty sure I do. And I I, I saw that character more than a hand. I mean, I think there there's a scene where they're in the background and you can kind of see them pretty clearly during the during the false dragon being paraded through. Oh yeah, that, I forgot. That's right. There, he's in yeah. there twice. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that part. Yep. Yeah. So. Any any I think he laughs. Mm-hmm. Or at least smiles or something. Yep. I missed that. Yep. I was focusing on how red the t- turnips were, the radishes were when they were being thrown at the dragon. It's weird. <laughs> it's always a question. Like, Man, those where, are ripe. Yeah, like where, why? Who's been storing up all this vegetable matter just in case someone is uh, paraded <laughs> through town, or if some like you know local comedian comes out of brick and just yeah. just <laughs> whack him with a rotten tomato. Where do they come from? Uh, I think the last real big thing for me in this in this uh, episode was that Matt's fear of being a Chandler and what mm. and his fate was palpable. Yeah. Uh, again, great performance helps you realize this is a world where yeah, magic exists, but it has a lot of the, its mere existence 
creates a social dynamic everyone's kind of prisoner to, right? If you're a man, you either just have to understand that it's not for you. You have to be in live in fear of it, live in fear of this insanity that comes with it. Can you even know if you uh, if you had it to act appropriately, get, seek help? You wouldn't know because you would be crazy. So it's like a horrible catch twenty two. Um, yeah, just all this. It, it was it was a wonderful little bit of breaking the fantasy of living in this world. I don't know if I would want to, uh, if I were a guy living in this world, certainly. Um, You'd be afraid, always. Yeah, always yeah. constantly afraid, uh, regardless of how this shakes out in their version of the story. Uh, if this is the culture you are raised in, saying if you are male and you have this power, it will corrupt you, either if, whether it's a cultural thing or some sort of magical thing or whatever it, it's per, per, persuasive pervasive and, and horrible to the point where um you know matt's not even sleeping at night or the you know obviously the haunted dagger could probably not help but yeah a lot, but a lot of fun also what 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 stuck out to me was what leandrin said was that uh you know, even though the women do magic, it's still a man's world, mm. you know, because it oh, is yeah. still, you know, it, it's it just has that that little um for women. But there's still men who burn women at the stake, <laughs> you know, and, and so it's it's just a scary place to be all around. Um, they, they have folklore and, and tales of creatures that, you know were around thousands of years ago that may or may not be around. And then they have things that are stuff and nightmares that are still around. It's just, and then you have the magic and then you have, you know, crazy people. It, it's, it's a scary, scary place. If yeah. you think about it. You know, that's interesting is now that I think about it, when they were uh, in two rivers, and all these creatures are coming and attacking people like Trollocs are supposed to be kind of like things of legend, right? Like mm -hmm. they're not supposed to be like, there was the Trolloc war not too, too long ago. Oh, okay. Okay. So they, so okay. they're just not in the two rivers, two rivers. Hasn't seen them. So I guess but the I think... equivalent would be like, um, hordes of wolves coming to attack us in a town in New Jersey. Uh, which would be like, okay, yeah, I, I know wolves are real, but this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. 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 All right. yeah. Why is this pig wolf attacking me? Oh my gosh. And yeah. this bear wolf. Um, I think there was a nice little uh, nod to the books too, where Matt and Rand are on this kind of little cliff and they look out at Tarvalon and Rand says like that mountain, like I, I recognize it or something. Or I feel like I've seen it before or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Oh, I know what mountain that is. <laughs> yeah. I, I said that too. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's like, Oh yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. I really entirely. wish, yeah. I really wish that they had a, like a map, you know, like the beginning of game of Thrones, whereas oh, there's yeah. a map and it's like, okay, this is there. I wish that they had that. If they can change it a little time. I'm know, so glad through. you brought that up. Cause I was waiting for like a way to bring up I need this. that. Yeah. This, the, well, this and the books have a mattiness. Yes. The opening. This is the this show is a skip intro for me. 
uh, you know, all respect to the people who went about and made the the opening theme and the the graphics for it. But I'm like, yeah, I don't need this. This is not. Well, I like this. it. Yeah, you do. It's right. the weaving. I think because you they don't talk about the weaving as much as as they do in the books. Like it's it's. It what is really it like the we- the wheel weaves as the wheel will or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, when I they do, do magic, it's weaving. It's, it's, yeah. that it is plays a the... big part. I just wish that they would have weaved a map. There's <laughs> also, the, the, there's also a, a huge moment in this that differentiates it from the book in a really important way. And that's one scene where the words come on the screen one month later. And oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a big difference. God. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. like so I just literally <laughs> I, I I spoke to yeah. the screen at that point. I said thank yeah. God, and and everyone says like you know and they 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 reinforce it a couple of times. You know I haven't seen her for a month. It's a month mm-hmm. without a be- warm bed. Yeah, that was refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. And they look so much more yeah. lived in in their characters. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Rand's hair is actually like I was just like oh this looks better to me. Like yeah, it un CW'd them. Like he did. It, I was just like okay. This is this is much more what I would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very sense. useful. Because I mean, they're walking; it makes sense. <laughs> it's not right, like yeah. Game of Thrones where they just randomly show up at a place. Eventually, right. in later seasons, they yeah. were like, "Hey, we made it yeah, through half the con-. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, exhausting walking, 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 walking for the first few seasons. Yeah, skipping time is great. I think uh, the weaving thing probably is one of the few drawbacks. We've talked a lot about the benefits of being able to be on screen. But one of the few drawbacks of not being on the page is on the page, you could describe magic as weaving. And then it makes sense. But yeah, on, on screen, it would be hard to do without doing the Vogue thing, which is like, I'm pretending that I'm knee weaving. This is, please, someone capture all the video I've, I've per- performed on what magic should look like. And then also capture all of Natty Bumper Car's backgrounds because if you piece them all together across the episodes, there he's he's giving you a, a secret message. There's a hint. Yes, yes that's a clue as to what's yeah. going on. These paws over here are uh, uh, minus uh, forty-two. The real reason people are afraid to go to Camden is all the the wolves. You're right. That is correct. That is all the wolves that attack random towns and comedians. But nobody wants to go to Camden for that. What if um, you throw rotten? fruit and vegetables at wolves would that do anything i, I think it would just make them more hungry for flesh yeah, because it's not right. good for fruit if you give them fresh fruit maybe. And, I, and having grown up in new jersey i believe it's against new jersey law too i don't to toss don't leave I, I am not legal counsel you cannot you know don't don't quote me right. on that in court or anything but right so i mean throw what you will and leave it up on yourself uh there's a lot of yeah there there was so the the i'm glad you brought up brands uh hair and uh and his location so now without knowing anything i'm the only person on the podcast that doesn't know that has not read any of the books uh clearly rand has some sort of magical destiny or origin he's from the redheaded folks the legendary redheaded folks from i assume a mountain region somewhere because like that that is the most heavy-handed thing that i i have seen so far in this it's like and and even the oak hair uh, uh, went out to say like, which is like an opair for ogres. I don't. I'm not sure what I'm pronouncing here. But yeah, he was like, "Oh, you're you're you must be one of the such and such people." And I'm like, "Oh, really? Is that how we're gonna find out that this this nondescript redheaded guy is gonna be like the lead cool guy in the magic universe?" 
I feel like that's what's coming. You don't have to confirm or deny, but I feel like I'm just going to say they're not from the mountains. Are they from some Ireland equivalent? No? Okay. That would be hilarious. But yes, just keep thinking that. All right. Keep thinking that. Okay, good. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep thinking wrong things. Yeah. I love it if this never pays off. If that ogre was just like, oh, I thought all reddish humans come from one area. It pays. And and if if you know, if I was writing my media studies paper about about race race politics in the wheel of time, um, yeah, the red haired folks, they'd be they'd have a chapter. Mm. They'd have a chapter. Uh, and I will, I can't wait to hear what you think. I guess that's all I'll say. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm very curious. I'm in. I got to watch all 20 seasons of this show until they get to it. Probably. Yes. I, um, I appreciated that the Ogier kept speaking and everyone stopped listening to him because that was very much part of the book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was great. I loved it. I loved his his speech pattern was the, the yeah. slowness and the you know, oh you humans are oh, yeah. yes. it was very much like a yet. Yes. Yes. Or or the um the um the traditional version of the yent, the end. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the the more yes widely um, known. So Where are we going, Frank? Where, where, did you just self uh, censor? Good job. You know, <laughs> I, I, I was actually trying to think of the Yiddish word for. I would think it was Gentile version of the the Yent, which is otherwise known as the Ent. I couldn't. I could have pieced this together in time, and now, and we did this a full hour earlier, and I I'm not anymore awake. <laughs> the Gentile version of a Yent is an Ent. That's that's the way we should change it. In the in someone edit Wikipedia right now, <laughs> create an entry that edit the entry. Uh, but yes, this is a a lot to digest in this uh, episode. But overall, I did think I enjoyed it. Uh, Natty, what did you think of this episode? You missed the beginning when we gave our opening thoughts. Um, I enjoyed it because I felt like it was a in some ways a quieter episode. Because last episode was kind of more bombastic, and this one, uh, you know, we you were talking about the way that this show is going to work isn't by all the uh, fantasy and stuff. Really, it's going to be the character-driven moments, and uh, I think I said somewhere, but I like how they bookended it: funeral and then funeral. I thought that was. Mm. well-built uh structure for a show nice and Great. i didn't um, even realize it yeah yep and and visually like i feel like like there was a in the beginning there was a, a sky shot where it kind of the camera pulled up and it showed you the circle of graves and like i thought that was a visually a nice thing and i thought tarvalon was um executed visually just like wonderfully all the the filigree and all the detail in the columns and everything and that's something that's really pushed out in the book too um i don't think it's any kind of spoiler uh but i'm pretty positive that the the ogier actually built tarvalon and 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 some of the the great cities of of the world and i always read it as 
they almost speak to the stone or something mm-hmm. or like how they do yeah. it. It's not like they're just it's more artisans. natural. Yeah, like they kind of mm-hmm. whoa, like whatever that is. What is that? Uh, oh, oh man, what movie am I thinking Dark of? Dark Crystal. That's exactly oh. what I'm thinking of. Thank you. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> so obvious. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I'm curious. So in, in five seconds each, whatever. What Because I know that, uh, uh, Ms. Lawler said I, you had some uh, opinions. I, I, I uh, It grew on me. Uh, the one thing that I... That, that stopped me from liking it initially was the fact that they went straight to Tarvalin. Mm-hmm. There was a huge city that they missed. Um, and that, that made me sad because I really wanted to see it. I was really looking forward to it, but the, the same things happened. The, the, the dragon passed through and, and it's like, okay, so I understand a little bit why they wouldn't show this city. And an Easter egg, little Easter egg, egg, whatever. Can you call it Easter egg? Whatever. Yeah, it's Easter egg. Uh, yeah, little egg is that they're talking about the Amarillan seat coming from Camelon. And I'm like, oh, she was there in the city where they should have been. Funny. Oh, so, okay. so that made me feel a little bit better that she was still there. Because and that's when Nynaeve said something like, I don't care that you're Amarillan seat. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so you could blame that, people that was... like me for not spending time in the city because I didn't know there was anything that they were missing. So as a like a noob viewer, I would have been like, "Why aren't you just going to the tower? You've been talking yeah. about this tower for like three or four episodes. Yeah. Go to the tower." I mean, it's the blame. It's jerks fine. Like me. It's mm-hmm. fine. I understand it. Um, I, I I'm sure they will go back to it. Have, Maybe. Have to, yeah, you kind of have to. Um, they unless they're changing everything uh, for one major great city, one big city, yeah, for a season or something. Yeah, so so we'll see. So that was that was my one big reservation about it. Um, I did like the funerals. I liked that the funeral in the beginning had uh, the female singing, this like very yep. crazy wild ethereal song and then mm-hmm. the end it was the throat singing because it was mm-hmm. the male you know yeah. uh, so you had the the, the acidi <laughs> funeral and then the water funeral mm-hmm. similar yet different that was oh, like oh that. yeah it's, it's, a, it's a nice I didn't think even see that mm-hmm. juxtaposition yeah buried in the earth versus entombed in a bunch of rock yeah there's a lot of deeply gendered treatment of the dead as far as we know from this one episode right um, oh, i did love the scene with the ring yeah yeah about that. That, was yeah. Really cool. oh, that was that was that was that was a real... continuation of the funerals in, in many ways yeah. uh Judd, yeah. you were saying something yeah there's a scene where moraine is in her room and it's pretty barren there's nothing in it and her friend says if you don't you know let let your secrets out you'll be left as barren as this room and she walks out and and i just want to say that like her friend knew not to like wear shoes in bed, but Moraine is a savage. She's wearing shoes in bed. What are you doing? Take your shoes off. Right. Anyway, her friend. Her shoes like, are her home, man. Her yeah. saddle is her home. Yeah. I thought the take, saddle was her home. Take take <laughs> your shoes off in bed. Your, your, your friend knows better. She had her boots. And, and anyway. Uh, yeah, she, can, she can just magic the dirt out. Whatever. And 
she, she's not she going to be around long enough. She opens a little thing over the fireplace. And like, there's a picture that I didn't, I was like, it's a young woman looking out a window. I didn't quite. Okay. Get yeah. It, but I was like, yeah, that's a setup for something. And I don't know why I love whenever, like, I'm like, I don't understand this, but I don't understand 90% of what I'm looking at. So maybe this is a reference that other people will get. Yeah. I thought it was a portrait of her in that moment. Like, like it was like space balls when they're watching the video of themselves. <laughs> I thought it was one of those weird, like infinity things where like she opened it. Cause like the way it was shot, it was her window painting woman window and i was like wait is this one of the but so the way that it was edited was uh lan is with the other warrior and they um they're having drinks and what whatever and then moraine goes to this window and opens it i feel like and then when lan wakes up and he's like oh and he starts running and I, I, the way they opened it i was just like oh is that water gonna kill her mm. like i don't know my, something about how terrified lan was and how her opening that thing made me think uh it was an cut yeah All right. yeah like i was just like oh is she in danger is that why lan is freaking out like maybe is she feeling something by looking in this window thing like that's getting him amped up and but then Let's put a flag in this. Let's remember whether this I pays off. I'm so I'm really surprised that one of the three of you didn't just explain to me what that thing in her room was. I didn't I, see that at all. I've I never I, felt more like uh like I guess my dad would I describe Dungeons and Dragons stuff. He's like, what? Uh, it's just something. Uh, everything is something. Or like a Marvel movie. It's like, yeah, everybody's somebody. <laughs> we know. So I'm watching this going, yeah, it's probably something. They're going to tell me what it is. But I did notice it. Yeah, I absolutely noticed that very weird thing on her mantle. It looked like a little picture of something that yeah. was maybe her. Uh, there's there's a whole Reddit thread about it on the WOT subreddit. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking through it, and I'm not seeing anything great. I know. But, yeah. In the very beginning when she was getting ready, there was a little statue. That's important. Oh yeah, but yeah, right. I, don't oh, I remember, remember that. I remember this. Yeah. I remember the statue. And I remember being like, "Oh, uh, yeah. yeah." And, and, and that... in her little, did she did she wear her little pendant? I don't uh, remember. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing this it. is killing me because like you're <laughs> all talking about this thing, and but also the weird thing on her mantle place is like, oh, that. I don't know if that's anything. One, yeah, that, that, is that, one thing, nothing, and the other thing is something. Um, I mean, I I think it's interesting that it's like you have a lot of secrets. I mean, just taking it at face value for what we can see, you have a lot of secrets, and you need to let them out. And she's like, yeah, thanks, best friend, and she lets her out, and then she like opens a secret compartment where there's yeah. a picture that she gazes at and it's like, yeah, she's not letting go of secrets anytime yeah. soon. Like, right, I mean, right. I think that's the character thing to take away from is yeah. like, yeah, yeah. She's just going to bathe in the secrets. Like that's just this. this and that's, know, which scans, that's her. Yeah. That scans. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's her. Yeah. So it feels Nick, like she's I... playing her, her own game in the midst of everything else. Right. Like she's by herself and everyone else is like, what game are you playing? And she's like, I'm not playing a game. What are you talking about? Right. Uh, a, a little bit reminiscent of uh, 
James Clavel Shogun, where there's that one character and they're like, you should become Shogun. He's like, I don't want to become Shogun. And he says that the whole book. And then in the epilogue, they're like, and in the year 1311, he became Shogun. Uh, so yeah, it's interesting. I, I like Moraine. I think that, yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I think I'm, I, I like the, the, I'd like to see more of the Tarvalon politics and I like how close Moraine is playing it to the vest. I think it's neat. So what, what's it called? Cause she's from a place where they play, is it the game of houses? Yep. Game of houses. Yeah. yeah. Game of houses. So like there's a lot of intrigue and all that. That's what she grew right. up in. And then Tar Allen is also a lot of intrigue and all that. So like Tar Allen intrigue is like here and she's playing like up here. Right. So I, I can't wait to see that. And I hope that they, they bring that in. I mean, they're kind of doing that with her, you know, they're talking about her secrets and all that, but there's so much more to it. And I need to see that because reading it, I was young and I'm like, okay, like this is right. stupid. Yeah, a lot of but stuff. Went older, over I'm like, oh, yeah. this is this is going to be great. Can, I, need to, I need that. Can they use the term "Game of Houses" in a post Game of Thrones world, or is right. everyone just going to be like, "Oh, these oh, guys are ripping, ripping off cool. Game of Thrones so hard"? Like, is it or is it like that? or it's the Game of Houses, and you don't talk about the Game of Houses because you don't talk about Game of Houses. The first rule you, is don't. Yeah, we're just making we're just making soap over here. The, the second rule is if you lose, you die. I don't know. I don't you know have to say it out loud so that everybody else playing also screw. You have to say it three times. That's right. And then Thanks it appears. That one. Uh, like, but I do believe uh, I, I would I would do it. I would say it. I, and then if anybody complains about it, you just look up the receipts. You've got the receipts. You did it first. Right. Right. Um, so next episode is entitled The Fire, The Flame of Tar Valon. Mm -hmm. So I'm I don't I'm excited to find out what the hell that means because I don't know. Uh, and I actually do have uh, the trailer for the next episode. Do we are we OK with watching the trailer? Oh, yeah. The trailer? I yeah. didn't know right. there was a trailer. I just Ooh, watched it. Trailers? I will watch it again. All right. So like watch right now. We'll be back just to say our goodbyes afterwards and uh, uh, and give our thoughts about the trailer, because that's the kind of world we're living in now. Attend you all, she comes, the Amelin seat. I know what I should I do to men like me. Bring the false dragon. You know what they say about you. You are weak. I'm worried about him. I'd save him. You're right. The dragon will either defeat the Dark One or join him. Whatever it is you're up to, we should accomplish it quickly. There's no turning back. I love it. I'm 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 into it. We I, I didn't have the sound. I did not know we uh, that maybe love, would be surprised. Love it. Yeah. I didn't have sound, but there was a lot there that I saw that I'm very excited about. Oh, too bad you didn't have sound, but it's uh, it's available on the internets and on this thing as soon as it goes up. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. Tomorrow will be uh, no, not tomorrow. Friday will be a fun day for me. Seems like the painting is going to make another appearance. Mm -hmm. Hooray! <laughs> Yes. Seems like uh, Loyal's uh, t uh, uh, what's it place to stay comes back. There, wherever Rand, Rand and Matt are staying, there is a oh. shot of uh, the inn. Yeah, of the inn where Moraine was standing on the uh, little balcony. Hmm. Yeah, Perrin and uh, Egwene look like they are um, 
there's a lot of sexy times everywhere. I'm not sure if there's anything between the two of them, but it's kind of cute. So I like it. I like it when characters uh, have feelings for each other and want each other to stay safe. And I saw uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru's uh, right. house burnt down. That yes. was really upsetting. That I was like, why do we have to bring? Path. Yeah. Wait, what? That wasn't that. That was a different thing. That was a different thing. I, I oh jeez, mm, yeah. it went by so fast without sound. I got confused. Mm, indeed. Uh, so yes, uh, we are excited. I think we'll we'll probably be meeting up next week again to talk about episode six. Uh, we should end these things with things to plug. If we've got a, anybody have anything to plug, anything they want to talk about? Uh, I just made. I have a threadless shop. Uh, yeah. That yeah, and I just it. made two T-shirts that um are i'm trying to get to the site so i can plug it uh if you go to shopofjud.threadless.com i have one t-shirt that says i'm a false dragon in the font of the dragon reborn book and then i've got an aroboros because i wanted one that was nice and simple and i couldn't find one that i liked so i made one and i i didn't know what to do with it so i threw a t-shirt on it and uh, anyway, there it is in the chat. That's the private awesome. chat. That's not going to help, but no, maybe someone could throw it in the chat chat. Oh. Uh, yeah, and all of the all of the proceeds go to cool organizations that Threadless allows me to do. So the the I'm a False Dragon goes to the National Queer and Trans Therapists of Color Network, and the Aroboros. If you feel a little bit more AS Sadai goes to fair fight uh nice. so it's cool uh very nice and, and tons awesome. of other nerdy shirts there so check it out or or stickers or shower curtains or uh you can make blankets whatever whatever it is you want you can you can make stuff uh yeah. let me you know whatever love it that's my thing anything else any pets that you want to plug right now anybody want to promote ooh, a pet ooh, ooh. oh i want to plug uh popcorn mm, popcorn gotta get Who's... mine this is right okay. here. She doesn't want to uh, be on camera, okay. but she's, well, she's fighting wait, it. Waiting for her podcast to drop. She doesn't want to be spoiled too soon, right? <sighs> yeah. Awesome. I um the bumper podcast uh, is having a meeting tomorrow with uh, Verbal, which is a podcast platform to become one of their uh, influencers or something. I don't Hooray! know what it is. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I was like, they were like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, okay, have you listened to my podcast? What's it about? I don't know. I've only been doing it for 12 years. We'll find out eventually. It's eventually. Good. Yes. Yes. There, there will be a payoff. Hooray. Season 15. Episode when, it all, 15. when it all ties together, it's going to be, mwah, it's all about that pa painting behind. Chef's uh, kiss. Yes. Congratulations. Uh, and Laura, Laura, I know for a fact that your pet has appeared because every once in a while I'm like, pet, what is that? Is it yep. a cat? Is it a small dog? There it is. It's a dog. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Dog. Two dogs. Two dogs. And, 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 and one of them is wearing a sweater. Yeah. Yeah. She has a bump on her. So we have to uh, put a sweater on her. Oh, and I'm it says, I way. ate all of Santa's cookies. <laughs> and um, she looks pretty. Right. Yeah. There, yeah. There she's going. Oh, and here's the other one. Hold on. Oh, fine. Don't. Wow. Laura, Laura, are yep. those your paintings behind you? They're oh, they are. They're great. They are. They're amazing. We um. Oh, hi. There's one. Oh, hi, puppy. Good ears. Hi, buddy. So, so we we um 
we did a paint night and my boyfriend was like, it's a paint your own dog one. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And we went and everyone was painting a little white fluffy dog with like a Christmas background. And he's like, I thought it was paint your own dog. And so we were sitting there like with our phone trying to paint our dogs and oh, everyone else was painting, painting a little fluffy dog. dog. So we got this. Hold on. Where's my little hobbit one? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It was, nice. It's pretty like spectacular, him. and I I like that it was equal uh, equal representation both both. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the instructor tried helping us. It turned into that. No, it, so. I, they did a good job, and you did a good yeah. job. It's great. Thank you. Like it. yeah. I love yeah. it. All right, my uh, my new pet is upstairs, uh, scaring my wife away from the couch because that's the life I'm living right now. And that's I your baby. Is that your baby? Uh, my Mo, my baby is fine. My baby's asleep. Okay. But I thought cat... your baby was scaring your wife away from the couch. And I was no, like, no. Oh. She's on good terms with the baby. The cat, she's not quite 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah, the cat is upstairs. Uh, calm as you can imagine any pet being, but uh, just not just dominating the couch. So we'll we'll work on it, and then we'll, we'll, we'll I mean... do this more often. It's yeah. their couch. Yeah, it is. No, you just have to live with their, that. It's their world. Yeah, yeah. That's basically, it. All right. Good night, everyone. This was fun, and I cannot wait for Friday where we get to watch the flame of Tarval. That's not it. Tarvalon. 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 All right. Hooray. Tarvalon. I have never Tar-Valon. felt cooler than doing this show because I don't flame. know all the actual words. Tarvalon. <laughs> Old year, old old. yeah, basically, <laughs> you know, you know. This has been a non productive media presentation. Executive producer Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the non productive network is distributed under a Creative Commons attribution non commercial no derivatives license. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non productive.com. 